Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me here live tonight and how we are going to make your dreams come true. So here we are. We're finding fertility. I'm Monica Cox. I am a qualified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I have had a hell of a journey through infertility. I am an IVF warrior. I'm a miscarriage survivor. I dealt with unexplained infertility for almost five years until we demanded some testing and found our answer, which was high natural killer cells. And before we found our answer, I just went on a journey to figure things out for myself because I couldn't understand that unexplained infertility was a diagnosis. And through that journey, I created the Baby and Me journal. I ended up having a beautiful IVF baby who is now five years old. And after eight years of infertility, I got the magical unicorn and got pregnant naturally. And he is now three years old. And now I'm here helping you get to your dream family. And I get to wake up to emails like this. I am pregnant. I literally have told my husband, doctor, and you. I'm getting my blood work done tomorrow and confirming I still am in shock. I am never in shock that my clients see results like this. You are going to be amazed about the power that you have over your fertility health. So who was I before I was finding fertility? (laughs) I was fun as fuck. I was the life of the party. I was a partier. I was always on the go. I was always working a full-time job, super achieving, always having little side hustles. It was like, go, 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 go. But I didn't realize that I was basically putting in the right ingredients um, for infertility. I was always self-sabotaging myself because I had low self-worth. I had low self-love. I was always negatively thinking about my situation, saying things like, if I have kids, it doesn't matter if we don't have kids. When I knew deep down inside I did really want kids, I was always looking for a quick fix. I had a very low baseline knowledge of what health was because I was thin. I was active. I was always on the go. I wasn't in the hospital. So I wasn't unhealthy. I discovered I had a poor diet. I didn't think I had a poor diet at at that stage. I was 
exercising like a mad woman. I had high alcohol intake. I had caffeine intake. Red Bulls were my go-to in the mid-afternoon. I had a little support. No one around me was going through infertility and especially unexplained infertility. No one was going through IVF. So there was a little support. Instagram was not invented when I started my journey. And because of my low self-worth, even if it was around, I probably wouldn't share my story like I'm sharing my story now. If you scroll back through my Instagram at the beginning of the stage, I wouldn't even put a picture of myself. Um, I was super stressed, you know, type A, always on the go. I was always overthinking, overanalyzing thing. And I was supplementing with all the wrong supplements. I was over supplementing, just trying to figure out which supplement would cure my infertility. So all these things just really contributed, as you can see, to leading up because of the way I was genetically set up, I was prone to have fertility issues. What these, where these infertility issues really stem from, because I had all the working bit, right? I had the uterus, I had the ovaries, I had the aches, I had the regular periods, my hormones, were fine. So where was my infertility coming from? And I eventually discovered, and I find this for many of my clients, is that a lot of the root cause of infertility issues come from the adrenals and gut health. So let's get a little bit scientific here. Your adrenals are a part of the endocrine system. And as you can see, your endocrine system starts at the top of your head and works its way down all the way to the ovaries. And a lot of times, or most of the time when we're dealing with infertility, we're literally focusing on the ovary. But if I'm else is out of whack within this endocrine system, it can wreak havoc through the whole system. So we want to take care of the endocrine system and we especially want to take care of the adrenals. So progesterone, we all know, is a really, really vital hormone for maintaining a healthy pregnancy. And it is a precursor for the hormone cortisol. This means when stress increase, more progesterone is shuttled to make cortisol and progesterone subsequently decreases. Now we all know that we watch out for the LH hormone to have a surge to predict ovulation. And then after that progesterone is supposed to kick in, we usually get a day 21 test um, to confirm. And unfortunately, a one day test is not enough to know if you are maintaining those high levels of progesterone that you need. Luckily, you guys now have at home tests like Prove to be able to confirm or deny what is if you are having a healthy ovulation and maintaining those progesterone levels. And one of the reasons that you might be having low progesterone is because your adrenals are so overworked. It has whacked your endocrine system out and the functions just aren't working just like the GNR. So this hormone is released up in your brain down to your pituitary. It uh, releases the FSH and the LH. So we just talked about the LH, how we predict ovulation with that. And the FSH is important for your egg maturity. And we all get that test result, right? That's one of the tests that they do for fertility. And your high levels can mean your egg quality is low and your low levels 
that you're not producing eggs. And so you just get sent down this medical track of like, well, those levels are out of whack. So therefore your chances increase. And we can actually take a step back and go, well, why? Why are those levels the way they are? You know, it just doesn't magically happen that way. So the endocrine system and especially adrenals of overstress, you're overstressing your adrenals can be a really, really good place to look. If you saw in that picture in the beginning, your thyroid is part of your endocrine system as well. So once again, if you are whacking your adrenals with all that stress and it's just pumping out the cortisol, other things can go wonky. They can shut down in periods of chronic stress. So we really, really want to be taking care of our adrenal health. I see so many women in our community say they have thyroid issues, but unexplained infertility. And I can tell you, you can probably explain their fertility issues if you start looking at why they're having thyroid issues and the adrenals is a big thing. And the next big thing is gut health. So your gut impacts your entire body from helping reduce the risk of cancer diseases and heart diseases, diabetes, to impacting your mood and your anxiety and your depression. Your gut microbiome is so essential to a whole healthy, you know, cyst, like your, your whole body. I like to explain it like your, your stomach is the hub. It is where everything you need to survive other than breathing, um, you know, your water and your food goes, your stomach is the one that has to deal with that. So when you're not treating your stomach very kindly, like introducing inflammatory foods, either knowingly or not knowingly, because we can have those hitter stressors, or we can have foods that are healthy, but not necessarily healthy for us. Your stomach is the one that gets the whack. All your supplements that you're taking, your stomach has to deal with those and put it out to the rest of your body. So if you have low gut health, poor gut health, it can impact a lot of the areas that are essential for fertility. So a lot of the time we don't think of hormone balance being a gut health issue, but your stomach actually is the third phase of detoxification for your estrogen. So if the balance in your gut is off, this is how you can potentially get estrogen dominance. And we all know anyone who has dealt with this, the symptoms come out like red flags. It's a very, very easy to know if you have estrogen dominance. And this could really be your gut health could be a really big impact on why you're having that. So your oxidative stress also can occur when there's an imbalance of free radicals and antioxidants in the body. Oxidative stress can contribute to many fertility issues, including low embryo quality and even male factor infertility. Stress factors contribute to oxidative stress and excess of these free radicals producing things that can do this to you is diet, lifestyle, and your environmental factors. Almost all diseases are linked or are are led to a gut dysbiosis. The gut, the health of our gut is the future of our medicine. And when you are dealing with fertility issues, especially unexplained infertility or secondary infertility, the gut is one of the main places you want to go look. You want to see what your gut health is like. Is there too much oxidative stress? Do you have, we'll get to the next slide. Here we go. Leaky gut. 
This is when your gut lining breaks down due to diet, lifestyles, environmental factors. Once again, you're at high risk of um, bacteria, products, food particles getting into the bloodstream. This can cause your immune system to elevate and cause chronic inflammation throughout the body and can contribute to issues like high NK cells, thyroid issues. It can elevate your PCOS and your endometriosis issues. So you're, you're always going to have the PCOS and the endometriosis, but you can have flare-ups. You can really control your symptoms with a healthy diet and lifestyle and a healthy gut microbiome. Also, when you have high inflammation due to your um, all those particles getting into your blood, the inflammation can contribute to poor egg quality. Inflammation is so big. Um, it's such a big issue that you can actually link it back to almost every single issue linked to infertility. To be honest, even all your normal common health issues can be directly linked back to some type of inflammation going on. So what can you do about this inflammation? Let's get into six steps to find your fertility and create the family of your dreams. So if you have hung around here long enough, you know diet is a huge one for me. It's the number one thing I feel like you can do for your fertility health. And finding your specific food intolerances is what you need to do. There's no perfect diet out there. So you really need to find what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So it's not only about eliminating the inflammatory foods, but it's also about introducing all the fresh, clean, real food that you're not eating right now. You really want to maximize your healing opportunities and you can do that through diet and nutrition. Um, when you're doing this, you really want to tackle your nor or you want to track your normal health issues. So fertility is one of the worst things you can use as a tracker. Um, as we talked about before your egg quality is super important to maintaining a healthy pregnancy. And it actually takes three months for you to um, mature an egg. So you really want to be at peak health or as much as you possibly can during this um, like mature, <laughs> maturing phase of your egg. So you get a good quality egg. So when you're tracking whether or not your diet's working by if you get pregnant or if you stay pregnant, it's not a very good tracker because usually fertility is the last thing to trickle down because it does take that three months for that egg to mature. So it's much better to be able to track your normal or your common health issues that you're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, these things can be like super simple, like gut issues or skin issues or mood issues. They're not big things. We're not a sick population in the sense that we're in hospital all the time, but we do have a lot of normal chronic issues that we're dealing with. And you need to give your new diet time. Um, like we just talked about three months minimum for your egg quality, but for a lot of deep underlining root causes, um, you are going to need three to six months and sometimes even longer, depending on what testing you need as well. So if you have been on an amazing, perfect diet and you're still having issues, that's when you really want to investigate your gut health. You want to maybe even get a food sensitivity test to see if there's any hidden foods that you're just not picking up with the elimination diet. You definitely want to make sure your thyroid is functioning correctly and then figure out why, what are those root causes and really put in the work to heal to give yourself time to heal so this is Lori she did the 30-day reset which is 
um, in all my coaching programs, it's in the fertility food, it's in the fertility formula and my Wonder Woman coaching. We set you on a 30 day reset. Her skin symptoms are pretty much gone. I'm feeling fantastic about that. I've lost 10 pounds, not even trying. Weight loss is always a big issue. And it seems to happen pretty easily when you lower that inflammation because weight is a sign of inflammation going on in your body if you're genetically prone to carry weight. Um, she's shifted her focus away from getting pregnant to getting her body ready for baby. Super exciting. So the next thing to make your dreams come true is rest and recovery. We want to find ways to manage stress levels. Now, if you are not able to quit your job or get out of the stressful situations that you have found yourself in today, then you need to figure out ways that you can deal with that stress. So this can be things like meditation, things like journaling, emotional freedom tapping. There's lots of different ways to be able to handle that stress. And it's really about retraining the brain and figuring out what your triggers are and working on not, you know, you're always going to get triggered, but working on dealing with those triggers. This also includes slowing down. We are a type A community. We're always on the go. And I think all of life stressors are hard anyways. And you throw infertility into that. And we're always on the go, right? Like you're always going to an appointment. You're always calling your clinic. You're doing this, you're doing that. So finding ways to really slow down and start reconnecting with yourself is incredibly important. And that's why I always, always, always get um, my clients to prioritize things that bring them joy. So what brings you joy in life? And it could be as simple as putting a puzzle together. Um, TV is not included. Screen time is not included in this. It has to be a physical activity um, like photography or painting or um, you know anything, gardening, anything that brings you joy. You need to start prioritizing that into your life because that's who you were before. And for some reason, infertility has this weird way to like mess us up and just completely suck everything good out of our lives. Like, so not only are you bringing that joy back into your life, but those things are probably going to make you slow down and they're probably going to reduce your stress levels. So going back to your adrenals being overworked, really putting in the focus on rewiring your brain and slowing down and reconnecting with yourself and finding those ways that are going to suit you because not it's not a cookie cutter like hey my programs are the way I teach I don't say do these five steps and this is going to magically work for you because we're all so different we really really need to take the time out to make sure we're doing the things that are right for us so exercise is a huge thing most of you will appreciate me saying that you need to decrease the number of high intensity workouts that you have. We're going back to the adrenals here once again. High intensity workouts are actually really stressful um, on our bodies. I know that society has led us to believe that the harder we work out, the more we run, the healthier we are. And the reality is it's, it's just not that way. If you are in adrenal fatigue, if your endocrine system is out of whack, doing really heavy workouts or hard workouts more than three or four times a week is probably doing you more harm than good. So you really want to decrease that 
get those workouts down to maybe getting your heart rate up two to three times a week and not for super long periods of time. So you want to introduce low impact activities like yoga, swimming, and walking. I know for me, it was really hard to switch this up because when you start doing yoga, you don't realize that it is not only a mental thing, but it can be a very physical thing if you put in that mental work. A lot of times I wasn't leaving the mat sweating and I was like, well, that was a waste of time. And I didn't realize that I was actually probably doing my body a lot of good by just sitting down and doing nothing. And I was also doing my head a lot of good because I was slowly learning how not to talk to myself in negative ways. <laughs> and you also want to get outside. You want to start really reconnecting with nature. I know it's really hard during the winter months to do this, but once spring hits and once summer's in full force, you really want to make sure you get outside daily, even if it's only for 10-15 minutes and really just take some time, settle in. If you could take off your shoes, walk on the grass, put your feet in the ocean, on a hiking trail, you know, really connect with that. The healing powers are absolutely amazing. And it just once again gives you time to de-stress, slow down, and you know, really think about what's going on with your day. So I hope that you are happy with your exercise regime. I know most of my clients are over the moon that I'm not making them go to the gym five times a week. Okay, so awareness is a huge thing in making your dreams come true. Knowledge is power. So once we step away from kind of like the normal fertility advice and we start getting into real true body health, how the whole body is connected, how other areas in your body can have like a massive impact on your fertility. This is when I feel like your fertility journey just like goes to outer space. Like it really, really pushes you to the next level. So the more knowledge that you have, it's just going to progress you to wanting to do the things that you know are going to be great for you and your baby to be. Working with coach to help and support you in all aspects of your journey. I've literally never had a client who I did not find something that was a big red flag to me, but they weren't linking that it might be causing stress or that was maybe where their fertility went off the rails. I always talk about the cliff, how you're on the cliff, and then all of a sudden, in, that's it, your body can't take it anymore. And because your genetic infertility kind of manifests that way. So using a coach, using their experience, using their knowledge, tapping into that can really, really push your journey to the next level. And also building a community of like-minded women. When you get into the diet and lifestyle thing, you kind of go to a different, different space. And maybe you've experienced before, or maybe you're feeling it now is that when you decide to change People don't like it. People don't like change. They, they think that, you know, it scares them. And so when you're ready for change and the other people around you aren't ready for change, sometimes it's really hard to keep to that change and keep to where you want to go. I know I didn't have any community. There was nothing like this during my journey. And especially for autoimmune and going on to an autoimmune paleo diet, it was really difficult. So I really want to build a really small, tight-knit community of like-minded women 
who can hold you accountable and support you through all these hard times. So this is Chelsea. I helped her realize there was actually things that she could do. There was actually reasons for her unexplained infertility that her doctors weren't linking or they don't know about. It was a game changer. She now has a beautiful baby. She sends me photos. It's so, I love it. I absolutely love it. My five-year-old told me, mommy, when are you having another baby? And I said, mommy's done having babies, but mommy's going to have lots of babies that she helps create. She's going to help a lot of women create the family of their dreams. So mindset, mindset is hugely important. Shift your thoughts because your subconscious mind is powerful. It's the number one thing missing from your fertility diet. If you're part of fertility food, you know this already. Your mindset controls your actions and especially your subconscious mind. You don't realize how much your subconscious mind is driving you every single day. So if you are you know, telling yourself even just thinking it or saying it out loud things like if I get pregnant um, it doesn't matter I don't have kids I'm infertile I have a br- I'm broken things like that your subconscious mind believes you even if you say it as a joke it believes you and so we really really want to use this powerful thing to help us achieve our dreams it is not toxic positivity I am definitely not talking about just stay positive because that's one of the worst things you can do you really need to get into tune with your emotions, feel your emotions and find ways to release your emotions. But it's really starting to become who you want to be. You want to become a mother. So start talking like that. When I get pregnant, when my family is the family of three, I always dreamed of. Those are the phrases we want to put in. This is why you see a lot of mindset coaches use affirmations, you print out cards, you do vision boards is because your subconscious mind is always taking that in. And once your subconscious mind starts believing that, then you're able to then do the things you need to do. You know, once you start truly believing, I can do this. Wait, like I have all the working parts, you know, like let's just find where it's disconnected, connect them back up and I can do this. You'll see your whole world shift and find ways to love yourself. Your self-esteem may just be the number one element missing from your diet next to your mindset. (laughs) Okay, there's two things. I found in my journey, and I've obviously come to not the end of my journey, I'm always going to be growing, especially spiritually. But I found in the beginning, I needed outside accountability. I needed someone to hold me accountable for the things that I knew were going to help me reach my ultimate goal. So that was a coach that was paying a coach a lot of money to set these challenges for me to tell me what to do. And now because I've worked on my self love, my self esteem, my self worth, I don't need that outside accountability nearly as much as I needed it before. So you once you start working on your own self love, your own self worth, you'll see these shifts in being able to say no to many things, not just food or drink, but to toxic relationships, to toxic habits because you love yourself enough to be able to say no. And and that's a big shift. I mean, this comes with time. This isn't something that any, like I wouldn't say anyone could just pick up and do. So this is Martha. Thanks again to Finding Fertility. I had really lost my way. And I think a lot of us do during this journey, but Monica's support is just what I needed to spur me on. I'm feeling excited about my family's future for the first time in ages. And I think you can relate to that too. You can relate to really losing your way. You 
feel like you've done everything and you just need that extra boost. Like, okay, let's give it one last shot and let's try new ways of doing things. Okay, so supplementation, we're gonna make this one quick. <laughs> you guys all know how I feel about supplements. You know, I know there's really, we wanna keep them clean. I'm a Seeking Health brand ambassador and I love that company, but we really want to use supplements as support instead of having them be your first line of defense. I know that I did this for years in my journey thinking that the supplement was going to be the fix or just improve the situation, but I didn't realize that I actually had to start really, really, really lowering the inflammation going on through my body and then use the supplementation as support. Okay, so we want to stop throwing darts in the dark with our supplements and get really, really targeted with approach. Now, there are definitely a few that I suggest that everyone should get on. And there's a few ones that like, especially for your gut health. But once we figure out what you need, do you need help in detoxification? Do you need help in your adrenals? Do you need help in your gut health? What do you need in those areas of your body? When I worked with my coach, basically all of my fertility supplements went out the cupboard and I brought in things that I had never even heard of that were going to really shift my journey and help that healing process that I was doing with my diet and my lifestyle. So this is Chelsea again. She got her results back that she was pregnant. This was her first pregnancy after a failed IVF. And yeah, just so over the moon for her. Super, super exciting. And this is where I want to get you. So how do you make your dreams come true? Okay, so you guys know that I put out all of my content for free over on the Finding Fertility podcast and through hundreds of IGs and TikToks. You can spend hours going through that. Every day you get a little bit of nugget of knowledge. You can try to figure it out on your own, which I did for years until I hooked up with my coach. That is when I really elevated my progress. And I wish that I would have, I'm sure there was some around, but obviously I didn't find any functional fertility health coaches. If I would have hooked up with someone like myself at the beginning of my journey, I could have saved myself seven years, tens of thousands of dollars. But even if I hooked up with me between my IVFs, my journey just would have been a little bit more different. And I know it all has to play out the way it has to. And that's why I'm here supporting you guys. But I know that doing it on your own, I don't even do it on my own now. I have a coach still for different reasons, not for, for fertility, but having a coach is, is key. And you can keep guessing, keep throwing darts in the dark. I've never worked with a client that we didn't get super specific with what they needed to do. So would you like my support, my guidance to increase your chances of creating your dream family. You know, I do one-to-one -one coaching, but I'm launching the Finding Fertility Formula again. This is the spring session of 2021. The doors are open now. You can save time and money by getting the right guidance and the support you need with an easy to follow online program with on-demand access. So the course is all on demand. Each week, a new module opens, and then we have live community calls and we have a community board, which um, I'll be incredibly active over during the six weeks. You actually get free access to the community board for eight weeks. So you have eight weeks of me. So you can continue your journey with a functional fertility health coach, that's me, and a community of like-minded women to keep you accountable and 
comforted during the hard times. And you can start feeling confident that you're taking the right steps for you and your baby to be. So this is Chelsea again. She sends me pictures of her beautiful baby. These types of messages like absolutely make my, my heart melt. I know how it feels. I know looking at the pregnancy test, looking at your belly bump and looking at your baby are just some of the most magical moments you can feel. So what does the finding fertility formula cost? Well, it is well worth over $2,000, but it is running at $7.99. You get six weekly modules. You get six one-hour group coaching session, two free months of the community. You get amazing bonuses and you get a year's access to the course and the ability to do the live course within that year when I rerun it. And I did this because I know a journey isn't just six weeks. You are going to learn so much. You're going to see so much improvements within the six weeks. But like I talked about, healing journey is it needs to be a minimum of three months for a quality. And sometimes when you have some deep underlining health conditions, it's going to be a little bit longer. So I want to be here for you. I want to support you until you reach your ultimate goal. So that is why that is there. It's not because this program isn't super successful and will get you to your dream goal. And, but it, it's highly unlikely going to get you there in six weeks. And if anyone tells you they can do it in six weeks, walk away, they're a liar. So I do the personal coaching that is set just over $2,000 with the functional testing. The fertility formula is priced without the functional testing. I found last time it outpriced a lot of people and, and not that many people took, took up the functional testing. So I wanted to keep the price low. But you do have access to functional testing for an additional fee if you join the, the fertility formula. We have a monthly payment option to keep it price friendly. And obviously we have an early bird special, $200 off when you use that coupon code right there, early bird. If you are on the email list, you will be getting your emails. And if you are part of Fertility Food, double check your emails because you guys have a special, special code because you are already in the fertility food family and yeah, you are gonna continue on your journey. The fertility formula is very much an expansion of the fertility food program. So if you love fertility food and you're ready to expand on your diet and get a lot more interaction with a health coach, the formula is like the perfect thing for you. So that is that. I, I don't think I've talked so much in my life. That's a lie. I talk all the time. So I had a few questions emailed to me for women who couldn't come to the live. So I think I said this before. I think I already answered that. So what's live and what's not live? So the modules are all on demand. So they open up weekly. So you can't consume the whole course in six weeks. I know that that's something I would want. I would have wanted for the course um, if I was doing it, but I really want you guys to be able to not get overwhelmed because this course is like completely packed with so much stuff. But also the things I want you to be able to really digest them and get into them every week. So that's all demand. I mean, there's probably no more than 50 minutes, maybe an hour a week of videos. They're all, I think there's about five videos in each week. And then we have like all your PDFs that go with it. And you have worksheets every week that you can do homework. You can, you know, make your list. You can research your resources that I give out. Because like I say, this journey is not 
not like a cookie cutter journey for everyone. You really need to find what works for you and start investing in that. So there's lots of places for you to look and I, I send you in the right direction. So there's no Googling, you know, what's the best way to meditate. It's like, okay, here are, the, here are some ways to meditate find what suits you. And then the live calls are on Tuesday, 5.30 in the evening Pacific time. And these are recorded. They're gonna be on Zoom. So just like this format, I will not be live on Instagram or TikTok. It's all private for the people in the course. But what I will do is upload them so you can watch them at your convenience if you're not able to make them. And what you can also do, like some women have done today, is email me any questions or in the community, you could be asking question after question after question and I might bring those into the community session just to like share those about. So you are, it's really flexible. It really can fit into your schedule. So another question that I had which is super important to talk about is if you're about to start treatment, should you do this course? And my honest, honest answer is no. I will never not allow someone to join the course, but I had this last time and she was doing an IUI and through the middle of the course, she got a negative pregnancy test. When you're doing medical treatment, it just takes you to another level of expectation and when you have a failed treatment, the last thing you wanna do is be mindful and stick to a clean diet. And like I said before, like I don't even suggest that. Like <laughs> I suggest like taking two weeks, letting the drugs, the drugs that you are on during these medical treatments is so intense. Let them get out of your body, give your time to just like do whatever you want and not have, you know, the stress of like being perfect or maintaining a diet or, you know, a certain lifestyle. So I would suggest if you are planning on doing medical treatment within the next month, especially to maybe just wait for the next time the doors open. The course is always there. It, you have it for another year, but the live aspect of it is, is really beneficial too. So like I said, I would never deny anyone but I would highly recommend doing your treatment. And also when you're doing a treatment, the last thing you really wanna do is dramatically change up anything in your diet or your supplement or even detoxing. The main thing you really wanna focus on is your mental health. And that f falls into another question of like, well, what if I get pregnant? I know a lot of people might be waiting to see if they're pregnant next week or maybe in the next two weeks. And there is a two week money back guarantee. So if you get pregnant within the first two weeks of the course, you can say I'm pregnant and we'll celebrate and I'll send your money back. And fingers crossed you have the most beautiful, healthy pregnancy ever. If you decide to stay in the course and get the support through, um, um, making some changes. I have worked with pregnant women. That's not my forte, but I have had women come to me and say, look, I'm pregnant. I'm having some real medical issues. I would like to change things up. Um, I can help and support through those early years and just be a big sounding board because the anxiety levels from seeing those two pink lines up until the moment your baby is born um, can get a little bit overwhelming if you haven't taken the time to 
to work on any you know underlining stress or anxiety issues you might have in the first place so yeah so you guys can always contact me via email at monica at findingfertility.co not .com .co um, with any questions you'll see on the sales page as well the frequently asked questions about how the course runs how you're going to find your food intolerances so all those questions are there we have in the course a 30 day reset so that is the active part of the course and um, we'll all do a 30-day reset challenge together if you've been on IG you know I, I did the 10-day challenge so it's an extension of that got one question here okay so is it better to get tested for food intolerances or just do AIP okay so I would only really recommend going AIP which is the autoimmune paleo diet if you have a known autoimmune issue or if you're dealing with a long-term unexplained infertility because with unexplained infertility there can be a lot of silent autoimmune issues because AIP is like one of the hardest craziest diets to be on you definitely don't want to just jump into it so if you haven't made any diet or lifestyle changes before, you definitely don't want to go straight into an autoimmune paleo diet. And we talk about this in the course, you really want to start where you're at and start eliminating kind of the five top food intolerances, the most common ones, and that includes gluten, corn, soy, sugar, and dairy. And even, I would even take a step back from that, and if you haven't done any diet or lifestyle changes, maybe just pick one or two to get you started with. Because as we talked about before, with the dairy and the gluten and the sugar and the corn and the soy, you're talking probably close to like 75% of the grocery stores completely out the window. So it's a really, really big change. And and then when you get into an autoimmune paleo diet, like I said before, you're looking at like 85, 90% of the grocery stores completely out the window. Getting an elimination test, a food sensitivity test, I mean, can be really helpful. I always recommend a high quality one. I run the MRT Leap 170 and it detects a few different ways food can react in your body. If you just go and get an IgG test, you know, like from Target, they could be a good guide, but they're not nearly as accurate as some other tests out there. There's no test, there's no food sensitivity test out there that's a 100% accurate anyways. So you'll have to watch your um, symptoms you'll have to be your kind of own test detector and help weed out. So for the big intolerances that you have, you can really nail those down within a few weeks. It's really like sometimes the hidden ones, like the healthy foods that you think you're being healthy with um, that are a little bit tricky. And then sometimes there's just like hidden ones that you just wouldn't think. And once you lower, say, let's say you have like two really inflammatory ones and eight moderate food intolerances. If you even eliminate the two heavy ones and let's say like four of the moderate ones, your inflammation level is going to go so far down that it might be hard for you to detect the other like three moderate. And for most cases, that will be enough for you to be lowering your inflammation, healing your gut, as long as you are working on your stress levels and your mental and emotional health. Because as we've talked about before, you can be on the perfect diet, but if you are stressed out to the max, then all that hard work 
possibly could just go out the window. So yeah, so I hope that has answered that question for you. All right, I am going to leave you to your evening. Thank you so much once again for joining me here and I will see you all soon. All right, bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.